Hey guys, welcome back to Cherry Pop Radio. Today is 420 and we have a surprise radio show where we're going to be discussing people's dream and nightmare blunt rotation. Today we have a few people joining us on Jan Steps and we're also going to be going over some of the submissions that we received from you guys on the Cherry Pop Instagram. So I'm DJ Star. I'm DJ Slay. And okay, let's get right into it. Um, so here we have a couple of gals joining us. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you take over and talk about who you'd like to smoke a blunt with. Okay, so the first person that I thought about was Pete Davidson because that's my man. Um, I, feel like, I feel like um, when he like does his shows, I feel like he just is a stoner. Like I feel like he's just high. I feel like he would be funny like he probably smokes a lot knows what to do like that's just my man i just honestly would be in the same room with him sober like we don't need to smoke a lot <laughs> so fair. but another person um that i think i would include in my blunt rotation is my ninth grade math teacher because he seems like he needs one <laughs> like he was a bitch wait what subject was he he was math he was, oh sorry yeah, he was like kind of like really mean and like but like he was also like kind of funny That's so fair. I was like maybe he's just to lighten up a little bit and I think that because I'm a good, good person like I'm gonna include him in my bar rotation so that he has that opportunity That's you so know funny. You're, um, you're so empathetic yeah. it's crazy <laughs> the last person I don't know um I'm still deciding on that one so <laughs> fair that's like an important spot that needs to be filled um but I'm gonna pass it over to someone else you oh my gosh okay I only have one right now but that is Abby Lee Miller um one okay I know she will always be stocked up with that little Baskin Robbins she will will not let the munchies go uncured um two I I don't know. I feel like I need to be yelled at every once in a while, and I think that she'll bring me down to earth. When oh, I'm, like, so you wow. so you'll think that she'll like still be a yeller when she's high? I think so. I think it would get worse. I think <laughs> That's so. so. Okay, we took a quick intermission to <laughs> look at the Abby Lee Miller video, but now we're gonna move on to some of the responses that we got on Instagram. We did, in fact, get someone. Respond, someone responded and said that they would like Joe Bruin in their blunt rotation. And to that, Marin has a little bit to add. This is why you should not include Joe Bruin in your blunt rotation. Um, first of all, Joe Bruin goes to all the men's games. <laughs> and none of the women. Preach. You know who goes to both games? Josie Bruin. <laughs> Period. Joe gets to walk around in that basketball uniform, <laughs> and Josie has to saunter around in her little cheerleader uniform. That's so not What fair. if Josie wants to play basketball? <laughs> hmm? No, true. Mm-hmm. Also, at the last basketball game we went to, we tried to get a picture with Joe, and we were literally next in line, and he saw us, and he walked away. Oh. And the security guard had to like run oh. after him to try to get him to take a picture with him. Oh. <laughs> and he still didn't come back. What? So, so wow. there you have it, folks. Say no to Joe. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that concludes our Joe for Let's not get too political, Let's though. not get too political, but you guys, say no to Joe. Say no to Joe. Okay, let's see. Okay, someone also responded and said Jennifer Coolidge, which I literally oh, yeah. totally agree with. No, because I think Tanya. that. 
speak on that. Who's that? <laughs> I think you can speak on it. No, I don't know who oh that is. Gosh. Tanya? I don't know who that is. From the it's Jen, it's Jay Cooley and the I only and the White the Lotus. White Lotus yeah. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. That's interesting. But they're like the know. same person. Oh really? They yeah. are the same person. Yeah. Does she survive? No. Oh. oh my gosh, uh, spoiler. I don't think that picked up. <laughs> she, we did have a little bit of spoiler let's see some other responses people said the band called sex which oh. is one of our um bands that we have signed at cherry pop records and to be honest they are the lot that you want to probably <laughs> yes have in your rotation they so i completely agree great with them. bunch of guys yes. very nice also very energetic so mm-hmm. it would be interesting to see them um other than that we also have Kali Uchis and SZA, which those are classics, amazing artists, and honestly, even just being in a room with them would be sufficient yeah. for me. Yeah. Do you guys have any? Do you have any other names that have popped into your head? Honestly, Remy Wolf. I feel like she would be such a slay. Yeah. So you were talking about her cover of Frank Ocean. I was a pink and white. That's like the one cover work that I will defend till I die. <laughs> no, truly, preach. And like, listen, Frank can't be beat by many people, but he was beat on that cover. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I think that's yeah, a hot yeah, take. Yeah. Wow. After after all of the Frank Ocean controversy, you Honestly, you guys heard if it that's here first. The worst that I'll speak <laughs> of him. I think he's doing fine. No, it's so fair. So fair. <laughs> Okay, here I have a few other submissions. Someone said Megan Trainer, which I think that's He's literally mom. He <laughs> was yeah, literally a mom too. Um, President Obama and Michelle Obama. Oh, okay. oh and Malia. Oh, okay. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, let's see who else. Um, Adele, which I think I don't know if she would like pull into. Do you think she's a singer? When well, not like, yeah, like when she <laughs> does, she's a singer. Uh, I, I know like, she's a fan of wine, and I feel like wine would make you sing. Right, right. For sure. I agree. But I feel like she would, no, I don't think she would sing. Okay. I think she would just be really chill and give you I feel some like she handles advice. it well. Yeah. No. She's Great. a mother. As well, okay. for real, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She like referenced her son in like one of the, or like I think he's the clip of his voice in one of her songs. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I came up with someone else. Okay, it's, okay. It's just this one genre of Ellie Golding tweets, <laughs> <laughs> like like not Ellie Golding, but just the version of the tweets. Um, this one example is Ellie Golding says she can't believe Drake Bell is missing. Where the fuck is she? Is he, she said, um, like, just that. I need that. <laughs> just, oh my gosh. Okay, that is actually so hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Okay, someone else said, have you, have any of you guys watched Floribama? No. No, okay, so it's like the spinoff of Jersey Shore, and it's Floribama Shore. Oh so instead of people from Jersey, it's people from the South, and oh so it's like God. Florida and um, Alabama. And there's this girl, her name's Candace, and they submitted Candace from Floribama. And she is hilarious. She, okay, a spoiler alert, but not really a spoiler alert. She fell like three times down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> within like not even two seasons which is crazy <laughs> like on separate occasions on separate occasions oh, oh you might just like God. done like two, flight, oh. like two straight flights of stairs oh no no no, no. but oh. there was once where like her her what's it called 
her head like bounced and she like literally knocked down all That's the way so down. Hot. and it was kind of crazy so this person's valid for that because <laughs> it'll just be interesting okay let's see who else do they have chris jenner and northwest both of these are submissions <laughs> that are related to the kardashian family you should but. do it all together they oh, should do yeah. it all together yeah, definitely that would, be, that would be pretty hilarious. Wait, actually, have you seen those flow charts of, like, how everyone in Hollywood is connected, like, on TikTok? Like, I don't think I Like, have. actually, like, blood-related? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. Just, like, relationships. <laughs> no, oh but in every single one, like, of every, like, everyone from, like, literally Elvis so to, like, <laughs> people from Floribama Shore, uh -huh. like, Brandon Jenner always ends up in them, so I want to add him to my rotation. Because Brandon? He just, yeah, he Who just knows. He's a Jenner, apparently. He's like related oh, to them. Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. He's like about. one of the brothers, I think. Yeah. Not not Rob. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I feel like, No, I yeah. think he's a Kardashian. Yeah, no, but like, imagine the stories he has just that from knowing true. everyone. Wait, Bryce Hall. Oh! <laughs> Bryce Hall and Addison Rae in the same room. Next up for the surprise show, we have a segment where we're just going to be talking on Jan's steps about life recently. So, um, most recent in pop and music culture is Frank Ocean. So, I actually was lucky enough, question mark, to go to Coachella. And yes, I was one of the fans who bought a ticket because she was so excited that Frank Ocean was headlining. And obviously, like, I like the rest of the lineup, but who doesn't want to see Frank Ocean? Like, please. So I was like, that's what swayed me. Um, and other than that, other than that, before, you know, the whole Frank Ocean controversy, I was lucky enough to see Boy Genius. They put on literally genuinely the best set like ever sorry guys we had a slight interruption but to continue on we had a bunch of well i was able to see a bunch of other artists and boy genius was one of them um i don't think it was their first performance ever back as a group it might have been but it was it i think boy genius yeah okay that's what i thought they said how far did you get Oh, I'm talking about how I saw Boy Genius. I, didn't, I, I haven't started talking about Frank Ocean this yet. Um, but their set was absolutely amazing. It was also one of the only sets that didn't get, like that didn't have like a bunch of technical problems because I noticed that that was kind of like, especially on the Coachella main stage, like it was bad. Were they at the main stage? Um, they weren't at the main stage. They were at the out, they were at the outdoor stage. I think that's what it was called. It was the one that was like across from like um what's the word adjacent to it oh, okay. <laughs> um but yeah because like on the main stage i saw 070 shake and their mic oh they were freaking awesome i know how to work I a want, crowd oh, I want to see but their mic literally got turned off for an entire song Are you kidding? it was so bad what did they do they just they just no well she the backing track cut off and her mic stopped working so, well, their mic stopped breaking. That's like the and most important part of Coachella. Yeah. No, literally. And it was just, like, not slay because I was really looking forward to seeing them. Oh, and then by that Jersey. time, no, and by that I time their connected. set ended. So, like, they just left and they couldn't yeah. sing the last song. That's so sad. And then for Bad Bunny, he, he was he was fucking awesome. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, he did show up a little bit late. And then 
He brought out Post Malone, which was so dope. Seriously? But guess what happened? <laughs> His mic didn't His work. His mic didn't work. <laughs> oh, and that is shit. No, it was literally shit because I was like, we turned around and we were like, what the heck, Post Malone That's is so here? And then his guitar wasn't working. Or like the plug to the guitar wasn't working, so he couldn't sing along. Which you didn't hear Post Malone sing at all? No. He basically was Get just- Get a different mic. No, like, What's up? Yeah, we could see him. Yeah, it's so bad. No, it was really bad. And we were just like, oh, like, and especially we felt really bad because, like, Post Malone was clearly confused and there wasn't a translator right there. <laughs> and so, like, it was, like, oh a little God. bit tough for them to communicate fully, oh. too. Oh, so oh it was yeah, because like, he doesn't speak English. No, right? yeah. Post Malone doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he doesn't? Um, well, he speaks a little bit, but not fully. And there was also he some Bad Bunny controversy. Kendall Jenner. Yeah, no, apparently <laughs> that was the controversy because apparently Love. that day... That he like denied dating her yeah but no. then i didn't see any videos of it actually happening wait yeah. what happened okay so basically this is this is I'm, I'm completely gonna skew it because i don't know the full story but apparently he said that like something along the lines that he regretted um making this one song that talked about like it basically talked about like cultural appropriation and stuff i think something along those lines and he okay i can be like slandering his name right now and i don't want to but basically he said something that led to a lot of controversy and he like addressed it or whatever and some people took his apology and some people didn't after like post the concert but then he still it showed during coachella um it happened right before coachella and he was like at the end of the thing he was like oh i have like stuff to address and i'm gonna address it at coachella and so he gave like a little speech, but oh. then afterward he was seen with Kendall Jenner. So it's kind of like, bro. What does Kendall Jenner have to do with it? Well, um, because I think like the point of the song was just like anti-cultural appropriation and stuff like that. Uh, and did then, she do cultural appropriation? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, call her a, a culture vulture. Yeah, because oh. like, did, do you remember like the 818 drop, the tequila drop? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, she basically like dressed up and like she like serious? put braids and a flannel on and went out into a field. To take pictures, it was gnarly. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of gnarly. So like that was like day one. Day two was when I saw Boy Genius, and then I also saw Eve's Tomor, which was insanely awesome. And I saw Blondie, and that's, that's it was so good, you guys. And I also saw Blackpink on Saturday, but I they also came out like an hour late, which was a little bit bummy. But at that point, I was sitting like out in the grass and it wasn't yeah. that hot yeah no the Kendall Jenner thing is really yeah. bad <laughs> and then also have you guys do you guys remember the super mall yeah. yeah and the ballerina photos though it's oh, crazy don't, uh, don't appropriate my culture no literally kidding, kidding. I am not causing controversy wait, wait can you show me no I am yeah. and the then ballet. that was yeah. Saturday um I ended up leaving early on Saturday just because it was just like it's a long time. Like, it was my first time going to Coachella and being there for so long does take a toll on you. Because we ended up, the day of Bad Bunny, his performance started till midnight. So we ended up getting back. I was camping also. So we ended up getting back to, like, 3 in the morning. Because, like, okay, so the campsite, you know, for those of you who haven't camped at Coachella, it's, like, a 15-minute walk from Coachella, like, the festival. And so, like, after being on your it's feet, not that bad. it's not that bad, but, like, after you're on your feet the yeah, entire like, day. Yeah. No, I was expecting it to be, like, a drive. Honestly. Oh, no, you don't have to drive. Okay. Um, what's it called? Luckily, like, it is kind of a hassle, like, if I were to have to drive. And I think that's what, like, 
put us away from getting an Airbnb was the drive and then it's also like I guess it's cheaper I don't know we did it for the experience or whatever (laughs) (laughs) but I wouldn't I don't know if I'd recommend but it is really tiring how did you feel at the end of Coachella when you came back when I came back, first thing, well, first thing I discussed Sunday, because I feel like if Sunday would have gone differently, maybe I would have felt differently. Your spirits were down. My spirits were kind of down, um, but no, I felt really tired, to be honest, like, just generally, like, regardless of what happened Sunday. Oh my gosh, people are counting down, it's almost 420. Just a quick disclaimer, we do not endorse the illegal consumption of weed. Please, if you are going to consume weed legally, do it safely and with friends present. Thank you. Yes. Also, all of these scenarios are all hypothetical. Please be safe in your consumption and have a safe 420. Okay, Okay, so we had to take a slight break because we, like, as we had mentioned in the beginning of the episode, we are on Jan's step, so everyone just did a countdown for 420. And, of course, we didn't want the quality to be bad for you guys, so we had to cut off briefly. But I think I was talking about how, like... When you came back Oh, yeah. Coachella. When I came back after Coachella, it was like... I was genuinely so tired. I was planning to go to my... I was kind of crazy for this, but I was planning to not miss any of my lectures. But I did have a 10 a.m. three-hour lecture right after. So I did, unfortunately, have to miss that. Sorry, Professor, if you're tuned in, which probably you aren't. Estrella also missed musicianship, which is our time together during the day. It is. I was really bummed out, and I had a text her and I had to be like, sorry, but like, I'm not going to be doing a keyboard quiz today. My drive got extended. We ended up leaving. There was so much traffic leaving. Like, I'm not even lying. Yeah. That would probably took us like three hours. Well, it is far. When would people generally leave Coachella? I'm not going to lie. People started lining up right after the performance to get out of the car camping. Really? It was like oh crazy. Also, people like, I guess I, I should get like into the Sunday ordeal. Mm. Sunday, like, we woke up. So my friends, they had gone to last year's Coachella when Harry Styles was headlining. And so they sort of knew the whole like camping out situation and like how early you were supposed to be there. And so we decided to get there like at, um, we decided, (laughs) sorry, we decided to get there like at, like to be out of the van at one Uh to get to where we wanted to be seated at two. So we ended up getting like to where we wanted to be sitting at for Frank's concert at like 2.15 I'd say. we did everything we had to do at that point. We had eaten one meal uh-huh. because we woke up late, obviously. But yes. we ate a meal and we were trying to stay hydrated as best as possible. Good. But we forgot to bring a blanket, which was on us. <laughs> so we were sitting on the dry grass because, you guys, the grass is super green the first days of Coachella. But progressively, it just becomes dust. And <laughs> we were just literally sitting in like dry grass, oh. which is kind of awful. But that wasn't even the aw- like the most awful part. Um, <laughs> it was, was the most awful part? <laughs> well, it just got progressively worse. It was the hottest day of the oh, three no. days there. Oh, and how hot was it? I don't know how hot it was, but I know that it took me half an hour to get because I was wearing George's that day. <laughs> it, took me, it took me literally half an hour to get a tan. And so I had to like roll up the George's because it I was like you're about not to say chill. to take them off because you were so sweaty. No, it was, was honestly like, like yeah, you know when you like yeah. start this is gonna be like maybe TMI, but when you sweat like under your knees. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No. no, yeah. Like I was. It was so bad. Do you remember when 
Oh my gosh, my last 420 celebration. You could cut this out. <laughs> um, I went to the pool with Maggie and I was with somebody that I literally had just met. Yeah. And I couldn't get my shorts on because one, I was wet and two, I was high. And so they were oh just God. stuck and it took Aww. me like 10 minutes Wait, to get them Wait, who were we with? Was you with Jordan? No, it was your friend that I had just met that day. Oh. I don't remember her name. <laughs> I don't know her name. That's so silly. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, I remember that though. I don't remember who it was. That's genuinely so silly. But yeah, no, sweating is actually the worst. So we were all like, we were all there and it got to a point where like people around us, some were prepared and some weren't. And so it was just silly because like the people with bands would be spraying like the people without them. Mm -hmm. So like, you know how the, like those mist bottles? Oh yeah. Yes. I thought you said bands and I was No, like, fans, okay. fans, fans. And um, so yeah, luckily bless the people next to me. Um, they were nice enough to miss me a little bit and throughout the night the lineup was actually really good we saw Glorilla and she knows how to work a crowd it was really dope um, after that we sat back down because it was again super hot then after that we saw Kali Uchi's bless her her set was amazing she brought out um, Tyler the Creator for See You Again which when he came out, I was like, <laughs> the crowd went wild, you guys. I don't think you understand. And then after that, she brought out, um, or after or before that, I don't know, she brought out Omar Apollo, okay. which was like, blessed. Like, I literally called it. I was like, I was telling my friends, I was like, if she brings out anyone, it's going to be Omar and Tyler Crater. Like, she has to. And if she doesn't bring out Tyler Crater, then Frank is. That was my initial thought, you know? Silly <laughs> me. So then after that, <laughs> after that Bjork played, and she was awesome. She brought in an entire orchestra. I know that she also didn't live stream her show, which, um, but yeah, she brought in an orchestra. And at this point, bless Bjork, but I had to sit down, and like the rest of my group was sitting down because we had been waiting for about like six hours now. And bless the security guards, they were like spraying everyone with water, and um, they were bringing out like waters like probably every half an hour yeah, for people. Awesome, yeah. Which was like really proactive of them. Um, after that, I feel like I'm talking so much. But after that, um, after Bjork, Frank was set to headline at 10:05. Everyone was excited. By this point, we had made friends with the people around us. So there was this like, um, like these two siblings that we were talking to that were that, that had flown in from New Jersey to see Frank. And it was 10:05, and the girl was like, "Okay, like sick, like." He's probably not gonna come on time because they, there's been technical difficulties on the stage. But like by 10:30, he's probably gonna be here. Like I'll, I'll call it. Like he's probably not gonna be here at 10:05, but he'll be here at 10:30. And then at this point, people were starting to like obviously people were oh, people oh. were leaving and taken by medics. Did you start? Frank yeah, I started Frank. <laughs> okay, so people, it was 10:05. He he didn't show up at this point. In like, the morning? Um, no, in the night. Like okay. he was set for 10:05 p.m. And then, but one of my friends was like, oh no, by 10.30, like, he'll probably be out since everyone's been showing up a little bit late. Um, and so it was 10.20, he was still wasn't there. 10.40, people were starting to get worried because we were just, and then, like, people started saying, like, oh, he's just not going to come out. You get me? Like, people were preparing for the worst. And after that, it, like, 
we saw like the crew sort of started leaving and like fizzling out the crew like the people, uh, setting, the people up. setting up like barely started fizzling out and it was like 10 50 and we were like oh my gosh this is crazy like we've been waiting for a really long time and it was just like bummy but like everyone was saying like bad bunny also came out late like blackpink came out like was really he a late like, was yeah. 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 yeah he was a headliner oh, he was reason that almost everyone the, yeah the headliner and the closer like it was crazy like so you've been lined up for three years yeah so everyone was looking like so far wait they, they set the lineup for coachella three years well because he was supposed to headline in 2020 and obviously that got canceled oh. so like people have been waiting like for oh that my long god and then he hasn't performed for like a total of six years yeah. so like six years yeah so like people were like really wanting to go you know and like i was so if you had like if you watched any of the live streams there's like the VIP section and then there's like two sides on either sides of a bridge. I was like at the corner of the front of like the left side and that's where I was sat. So I was like pretty close up because I like waited for a while. But then it went all the way back. If you look at a map, I kid you not, like to like this pink bubble. It was so much and so many people were there. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, at this point, like a lot of people in my section were already taken out by medics because because it, was so because, hot. because it was so hot during the day and because at this point like a lot of people had been there for hours and that's insane and okay so my perspective was like okay we just need to like push through it like it's gonna be he's gonna come out and after that we only have a set and then we can dip like i just need to like feel well and be chill and so does my the rest of my group and we'll be okay and then my bless my friend literally he comes on right for about like you start hearing like the beat go down as the beat drops my friend gets taken out by a medic <laughs> because so it's like she tapped me on the shoulder and she was like she was like star because she goes me star she's like star like i don't feel well and i was like was like do you want to take a seat like what are you feeling and she was like she's like i'm starting to feel nauseous and i was like okay like take a seat really quickly and then when she took a seat i was like her cousin who was the other girl that i went with my friend she was like what like what happened to Michelle and I was like she said she doesn't feel well she's like what do you mean and then that's when I saw Michelle and I was like we need to get you a medic and then we got her a medic and she got pulled out and I kid you not as a beat drop homegirl like literally <laughs> literally basically passed out and she got pulled out and at this point I was like I looked over to her <laughs> I looked over to her cousin and I was like I looked over yeah to my friend and I was like what do we do and she's like I don't know because like Frank just started playing and I promise guys we're good friends we checked in she texted us back like almost right away and said that like she had been cleared by the medics and everything and it was chill um she just like needed to be out of the crowd at that point um and so it started and it started this might be a little bit blurry but it started with like the dancers like just walking around in a circle that happened for like five minutes and it was What's like a weird on? intro because they were supposed to be ice skating because there was supposed to be an ice rink yeah apparently like that was i don't know i don't know if there are rumors i don't know if anything's been confirmed apparently it was supposed to be an ice rink yeah they had it built in everything and then they had to melt it yeah no it was like gnarly which makes sense because they did lag an hour and like oh for that tech God. setup that was like really intense and but after that he did sing a, like a few of his hits um and he did a really good rendition. Like, he sang really, really well for Bad Religion, and that was one of my favorites. Um, but then, I guess the controversy began when, like, 
a lot of the songs he was playing were remixes, and I guess like a lot of his fans didn't agree with that, which like I get it because so <laughs> like solo was played like at two times speed. So it was a little bit interesting to see the crowd like sing along twice as fast as music. <laughs> and then also um, there was like a portion that was just like a rave mix that went on for like seven minutes. And then there was, and within that portion, there was a security guard dancing <laughs> and the Yetta segment. So that was kind of silly. Um, but like up to this point, I was like chill. Like we get to like experience this with him. Like it's his first time back. And then it just like progressively kind of went like got a little bit more confusing because like for some of his songs he wasn't singing along and he was just dancing and like my friend made a good point she was like it's his first time back maybe he's nervous and like totally understandable and then she also said that like it's cool that we get to experience his music with him in the sense that like he's also just like listening so like I thought that was pretty dope and a cool perspective um, I feel like I'm missing something. Let's see, he did the rave, That's security funny. guard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did a really, like, heartfelt tribute, like, speech to his brother, which was, like, so sweet. I definitely cried during that. Um, and then after that was when I think the, yeah, the rave mix was after, and then he also did. He played a rave after he made a tribute to his brother? No, I don't know if the rave mix was after or before, That has actually. the same vibes as David Guetta doing that. That tribute to George Floyd <laughs> on the roof. Oh that is crazy. Oh my no. God, that was so me that the other day. I don't know. I've not. Oh, I've not so seen funny. that. Added to <laughs> that the, was so bad, bro. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. Oh no, but yeah, he. I don't remember the order because, like, at this point, I hadn't had anything to eat. I had just drank water, and oh I was like God. in the heat for like more than eight hours. Oh my gosh. So like, it was all a blur. Um, yeah, my friend had been taking out my medic, so I was like, okay, whatever, chill. And then he was playing, like, a lot of songs, and I was like, okay, like, sick, like, I could, like, he played a lot of, you know, not a lot, but he played, like, a decent amount of his hits. And then, he dips, goes backstage, all we hear is, I've been told it's curfew, so that's the end of my set. And the stage stays on, everyone goes silent. No one moves. Wait, shut up. He said that into the mic? Yeah. He, he said, it's curfew, I'm done? Basically. He said, it's curfew, and I'm done, and that's it. That's the end what? of my set. And at this point, it was only an hour. Like, his performance had only been an hour. Oh so that's God. what bummed me at the most, is that I waited so long for an hour. And like, it wasn't even the content. usually, like, two hours. Yeah, no, yeah. Bad Bunny, like, took a hell of a long time. And... Yeah, so, like, it didn't even, like, the content of it didn't really bother me much. It was more so disappointing that we only got an hour after waiting for so long. Um, but, yeah, he basically just dipped, and people were literally baffled. Like, we, I kid you not, we stood still for, like, five minutes. Like, not she being able to cross She thought it was a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, everyone was like, he's going to come out with Tyler the Creator. Like, Tyler the Creator was here with Caliucci's. He's going to come out, and they're going to sing She, and it's going to be great. It's going to be super dope. And that didn't happen oh and after God. that the screen shut like the screen shut down and like everyone is like super super disappointed and people are leaving and everyone was just like why did I wait this long and there was like also really mixed reviews like some people were like chill with it and they were like happy they got to see him other people were more so disappointed there was also people at this point I also had no service so I so the first thing I did, obviously, as any Gen Z teen would do, is 
get on TikTok as soon as I got back <laughs> to the campsite. And I saw that, like, people were, like, bashing on him. And then some people, like, a lot of his fans are also defending him and saying that, like, he's human. And I understand that because, like, the loss of his brother is definitely intense. When did and that at the happen? same time, it happened like three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And so it was still like fairly recent. So I understood that. Um, and at the same time, at the same time, I understood the frustration of people who had like flown in from like different states and like were not able to get a full set. Because that, like, at the end of the day, that is pretty disappointing. And like, imagine how much he's getting paid and then he makes everybody wait extra time. Yeah. Super short set, even though he's literally headlining Coachella. Like, mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, no, it was insane. And he did get a lot of backlash. And he ended up dropping out of, ouch. Um, he ended up dropping out of um, week two, which is super disappointing for the fans who bought the tickets only for Are him. Two weeks? Um, no, there's only two weeks. It's only oh two Yeah. And oh Blink 182 is replacing him as a headliner. Uh, everyone's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> which also got mixed reviews. But yeah, I guess my take Blink on it. Time? Yeah, it got mixed reviews. Like some oh, people I were only like, heard really good things about it. Surprisingly, I no. just don't feel like it's an equal trade. It's not. I know. I've never yeah. even heard of that. <gasps> she, guys, she's know. never heard of Blink One Eight. She's a STEM major. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, she's she's outnumbered by the music. Majors. But Wait, yeah, so what, did they confirm like what happened to him and why it took so long? I genuinely why he drops it. don't know. Okay, people are saying it's mostly because he hurt his leg when he was on his bike, like riding around the campgrounds oh, earlier in the weekend. Oh my god. So apparently his doctor's like, oh, he has like two fractures in his leg, so he can't, so he can't perform. And that's why they had to melt the ice ring, because I didn't realize he was supposed to be ice skating. That's crazy. Wait, now that I think about it, imagine him ice skating singing White Ferrari. That doesn't sound right. That's why I'm like, I don't know what to believe, because people were also like watch like in the comments like this is what irked me like on tiktok i was like obviously searching to see what people were yeah. saying what i what resonated with yeah. me you know as a typical gen z and then i was just like some people also like were commenting on videos and they were like these people don't deserve to be here yeah. that got under my skin because i was like i waited for eight hours and so did multiple Honestly, people here they don't deserve to be there yeah like, like they, they were like the fans don't deserve to be there because they said that the crowd wasn't like hype enough or whatever and I was like, first Bruh. of all, if you were like, one, we were hype enough, you just couldn't hear it in some of the videos. And two, some of them are remixes, so we genuinely didn't know, like, we were just like a little bit confused with what was happening. Um, but it was just an interesting overall vibe. And I guess it goes to show, like, the music industry as a whole, to tie it back into, you know, music <laughs> and what we do. It was just interesting to see, like, accountability of artists and what their jobs are whether like as an artist who gets paid for what they do but then also how much they're able to experiment because they are an artist so I don't know do you guys have any thoughts on that do you guys now that I've sort of given you the rundown of what went down do you guys have any thoughts on like the situation as a whole that you have to put in a lot of work and it has to be intentional to maintain fame. Like you can accidentally get popular or just make music for yourself and have it blow up, but to maintain that image and that status, you have to choose to accept it and work towards it. 
So I feel like if you're actively working to build a fan base and getting them to, you know, participate in your payment as an artist. <laughs> yeah, because Coachella tickets were not cheap, you guys. Not and cheap. I'm not rich either. So, <laughs> yeah, for people who were in the comments and saying that, like, Frank was trying to prove a point of, like, he wanted to, like, make a point of people who were rich and influencers. Ooh. I don't think that was the case because <laughs> a lot of people who attended were young fans who, like, saved up. Or at least, like, the people who were around me in my general area when I was at Coachella were people who saved up for, like, quite a while to get to those shows. And none of them were influencers, guys, because I was in general admission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think when fans are putting in that much effort and work to see you, then it's just courtesy to either give them a decent explanation or give them a decent show. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I think it is kind of responsibility. If you're injured or something, of course, don't go ahead with <laughs> yeah. the show. But if you're just not really feeling it, like, they're not feeling it either. They've been in the sun for eight hours. Yeah. They, are, they have, like, hundreds of dollars out of their pocket to see you. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think you kind of sign up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, yeah. And I don't know. There was a lot of takes. Because also, like, what was brought to mind, like, for me, like, immediately after it happened, like, not to get too political or stuff like that, but I wondered if it was, like, a female artist how it would have been mm. taken about and how like I feel like the music industry would have taken a lot of repercussions like she would have faced a lot of repercussions yeah. whoever that might have been because that's just typically how it is and then I also just feel like I don't know like I get both points and I feel like it was kind of shitty of people to be like you're either a diehard Frank fan and you're gonna back him up or you don't or like if you didn't have a good experience at Coachella, you're a fake fan. Like, I felt like that was kind of like, are you serious? Like, bruh. <laughs> like, multiple opinions can exist at once, but yeah. do you have any opinions on the whole situation? I like, okay. Because part of me is like, you know, maybe, like, like he tried. Like, he yeah. signed up before his brother died. Like, he didn't know it was going to happen. He probably wanted to, like, stay true to, like, his promise yeah. or whatever and didn't want to give up right away. But then it's also like, like <laughs> yeah, I kind of do it. Like, yeah, if you're gonna try, at least try a little harder. <laughs> so fair. Um, yeah. 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 I okay. mean, I guess it's a good thing that he at least like dropped, like gave a warning in ahead that he wasn't yeah. gonna show up next week. Mm. Like, at least there's a replacement. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if anything I'm saying is making sense. No, I feel like that totally makes yeah. sense because, like, yeah. I, I feel agree. like I'm defending him too much, actually. No, um, I feel like, no, I feel like, it's on a one, discussion. You can, it's a yeah. discussion. And I, to be fair, I can say, like, I totally see yeah. the whole. No, I see both of, sides. I see both yeah. sides. It's like, yeah, like, I probably would be, like, hashtag very disappointed yeah. if, you know, I probably wouldn't be, like, if my little brother. You know, if anything happened to him, I'd be devastated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I totally understand that point perspective. Um, but I feel like it's also difficult to like to say that it's completely okay. I feel like it's also coming from sl a slightly like maybe this is a hot take, but like a privilege standpoint to be yeah. like I, I could afford like any other job. You can't do that. Yeah. Like, and when there's hundreds, like thousands of people who are like paid 
and waited for to see you it's like literally any other job you can't just like not show up and yeah stuff's going on but like bruh at the end of the day like it's your job and like if you didn't think you could do it or like you had stuff going on then like courtesy so people saying like oh like you're not you're not a good enough like frank ocean fan like bro what about he doesn't give a fuck as much about his fans <laughs> like you made yeah. them sit out there get carried out by the medics and you had no comment on like how people were dropping while they were waiting for you no, and it's yeah. just like there's like something there needs to be a quote or something after something like that happens. yeah no and it was kind of just like damn especially because it was literally one of my friends who got dragged out i was like yeah bro that's why i was <laughs> even more disappointed because she was and then she was also disappointed because she was like I waited all the time and I couldn't even watch the set. <laughs> so she didn't even end no, up seeing it? No, she got to see it, but she was, like, all the way back. Oh and, okay, so, like, she got cleared by the medics, but then after they told her she was chill, they told her, to like, all they told her was keep on walking straight and take a right. And so she ended up going accidentally into the VIP section. <laughs> and then, but then later she figured out that they were directing her to go back to the campsite. Not even to, like, a place where she could actually fully get checked out. Oh so... Gosh. If she would have not gone into the VIP section, she wouldn't have been able to see him at all. Oh my god. So like she did end up getting to see him. She was just super far out. Um but yeah, I just think that as a whole, I don't know. It's just like there's so many nuances to it and I feel like more so than any other job as an artist, like there's that fine line of like especially within like the music industry is an industry. Like there is consumers and there is people that need to produce unfortunately that's the way it is um so so it's just kind of like damn it kind of like made me have a lot of realizations yeah. of like where i put my money <laughs> sometimes because it's like i don't know the other the other only thing i guess that comes to mind is that like his performance to me was more of like an art installation if that makes any yeah, sense. No, that does yeah. make sense yeah like i don't know if you guys have heard of like montel fish mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so like i went to one of his concerts recently well not recently like back i don't know it was one of his pop-up concerts that he did in la and that's sort of what frank's performance reminded me of so like similar to him he also had like a portion where it was just like art like it wasn't really music or anything and after that he had like this really intimate like song portion of it and then also just like post that it was also just a literal art installation where people got to walk around the difference there though was that it was free um (laughs) (laughs) it was like a pop-up show yeah (laughs) so it's like that was like the biggest difference but yeah i don't know it was just interesting and i don't know if i'm gonna go to coachella again I'll probably end up going to like Outside Lands or some other festivals just because I feel like the lineups are also more suited to my music taste. The lineups are crazy. The lineups. Do you you have any suggestions of music festivals? I've been wanting to do either Outside Lands or Lala this year. I mean, they're practically the same. We should literally go to one together because I'm super down. Like, honestly, the experience itself wasn't as overwhelming as I thought it was going to be. No, I, like, need to experience it. Like, I feel like it was, I feel like some people paint it as, like, it's a super intense thing. 
which like it does get tiring but at the same time when you actually get there the only times where there's actually when there's like actually a really really big crowd is when people are headlining but other than that like the crowds are like pretty small and then everything's spaced out which kind of sucks because it is like a 10 minute walk from the furthest stage stages but other than that it's honestly pretty chill how many stages were there there were like eight ish Mm. if not more but like shout out to the tech teams because like that seems gnarly to put together in the desert Like it was honestly really crazy. Imagine putting that all together and then Frank Ocean like doesn't even perform. Like he spent like <laughs> literally no. like an entire year assembling. It that. was yeah no it was literally crazy and that's why I also like can't blame them too much because I was just like you know what tech issues happen. Um, but yeah I guess those are our little takes on Frank Cello. <laughs> um, and then I guess we'll end this podcast with a little segment called What's in Our Playlist of songs that we've been listening to recently. Um, so do you want to go ahead and kick it off, Marin? Yes, thank you. I am frantically trying to pull out <laughs> my playlist. Let's see. Well, this has been going on for a few weeks. Um, but earlier this, uh, no, a few months. A few months. Yeah. Earlier this year, um, I had already loved the band Big Thief, but I had never listened to Adrian Linker's solo work. And Estrella was like, Marin, you have to listen to Adrian Linker's solo work, especially A-Side. Um, so one of my favorites from that album right now is Karina. Yes, we love that one. Also, shout out to Jonathan, oh my fan gosh, favorite. Yes. Um, I've also really been loving the self-titled Wet Leg album. I believe it's their only album out right now. I didn't know if I would, just based on Shay's Long, the song that was in the top on the radio for a while. Um, but I just recently listened to it, and I kind of love every single song on it, which is really rare for me. They performed at Coachella and were freaking awesome. I didn't get to go, but don't hate on me, but it was really good because I saw the live stream. (laughs) And they care about their fans, which is a huge plus. (laughs) The theme of the podcast. Hey, hey, don't hate on Frank too hard. No, I'm not hating on him. You know what? Someone posted on TikTok, and they were like, beans... Being a person who listens to Frank when they're sad, but Frank is the reason that I'm sad, and I thought that. Because I was literally like, I'm so sad, what can I listen to right now? And Frank Ocean was on my mind. Um, Any other, what's on your playlist? I think I'll leave you with those two for now. Okay. Okay. I'll think about Um, it. Oh my gosh. Sorry guys, I'm having a brownie. (laughs) And I literally almost choked on it. Um, Anyways. Um... Lately, I've been listening to Tyler Creator's The Deluxe album. Sorry Not Sorry is absolutely so great, and I got the CD, and I can't wait to listen to it. Um, And then also Boy Genius. After seeing them live, it's only made me love them even more. Cool about it, Masterpiece, and also Salt in the Wound is a classic. Mm Mm-hmm. Alrighty, I'll go ahead and pass it on to our lovely guest from Jan Steps <laughs> and ask, what's in your playlist? Okay, well, obviously I'm having a Frank Ocean moment. <laughs> that was resurrected. 
because of racism? Because of the controversy? No. Well, I started listening because I was so excited for Coachella, even though I wasn't going. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to see my... I don't want to say my husband. It's not like that. But you know. Anyway, I don't even know what he looks like. That. <laughs> I just talk so much shit. I don't okay. even know what he looks like. I have been listening to NBPQ. Topless by yeah. Sudan Archives. We one so of our good. friends played it in our little musicianship class, and so I've been good. obsessed with it ever since then. Such a good oh, song. It's so good. Okay. Yeah. Let's Ooh, pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> so our other lovely guest, what's in your playlist, girl? Hello. <laughs> um, on my playlist recently has been the rapper H. Ooh. And I love to do this thing where I sign up to go to a concert of somebody that I've never heard of, uh, like Declan McKenna. Oh my and gosh, I totally that one. Yes, and I have an era after where I'm uh, literally addicted to them. So now I'm having that with H, which I'm really surprised by because he's not my typical vibe. <laughs> but he's from the UK and his rap is fun to listen to at the gym, so that's good. That's so yeah. fun. Have you seen the the chicken shop date with Amelia. Yes. yes I, love I love those. those. I know she, I don't know if she's joking when she says she dated H, but that's how I know him. <laughs> Wait, I need to look this up. Yeah, chicken shop dates is really funny. That's yeah. also a recommendation. Wait, I yeah, am obsessed rack. with her and Andrew Garfield. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that they have going on. Like, at, when, like, at award shows when they see each other. No way, her? She yeah. dated H? Oh my gosh, yeah. I recognize her. I, love that. That's I can't crazy. tell if it's a bit or not. <laughs> <laughs> no way. She's so sick. Alrighty, well, thank you guys. This has been it for our 420 surprise show and our little Coachella recap. <laughs> I talked a lot, so bless y'all if you listened all the way through. Um, but yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys. Well, talking to you guys later. <laughs> and stay tuned for Cherry Pop Record event coming up. And we should have a playlist up soon in addition to this show. Thank you guys.